Let's go to the word. I'm not very good with protocols. Amen. That was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> Amen. Um, Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3, who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Verse 5, and he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I not, but such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Verse 7, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse 8, and he leaped up, stood, and walked, and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Verse 9, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Maybe let's also just read verse 10. And they knew that it was he which set for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had been done unto him. Praise be to God. So maybe before I say anything, let's go, let's go to Acts chapter 4 as well. From, uh, let's take it from verse 6. And Annas, uh, Acts chapter 4, just... The, the chapter after that. Annas the high priest, verse 6, Annas the high priest, and Cephas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem, and they had set them in the midst. They asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto, unto them, you rulers of the, of the people of Israel and elders of Israel, you rulers of the people and elders of Israel, verse 9, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to this important man, by what means he is made whole, verse 10, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, who, 
whom God raised from the dead, even by him that this man stand here before you whole. Verse 11, this is the stone which was set at naught, which was disregarded, that would be, which was set at naught of you builders, which, which is become the head of the, of the corner. Verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So when we have read, it's a story we know, I believe. Uh, it's, uh, it's a story that is commonly spoken about, about how Jesus, uh, I mean, sorry, about how Peter and John, they were on their way into the temple. And they passed by a man, and it sounds, just from the reading, it sounds that uh, this is a man who was commonly known to be sitting at the gate. Because we are told after the miracle was performed that people marveled at what was done. And they recognized that this is that man that would sit by the gate. Amen. Glory to God. So when Peter and John were walking in, they see the man. And this time, instead of just passing by the man, Peter says to the man, hey, look on us. I believe that that was not a call to say, hey, take a, look, take a look at me, amen, hallelujah. But I believe that he was saying, look at me expecting to receive something, amen. Look at me expecting to receive something. Then now he says to him, silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. When he said that, now, my thinking, I, I, I like analyzing things. My thinking is that when he said that, the man was still looking, expecting for something to maybe come out of the man's hand to come into his hand. Look at what Peter does. Peter, after he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He does not stand. He pulls him up. He says, rise up and walk. He pulls him up. He holds the man by his hand. He pulls him up for him to stand. The Bible says that right there, now the, the, the analogy will be that what happened was the moment when Peter pulled him up, his bones received strength. Because the Bible says that his ankle bones, his, 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 his ankle bones receive strength such that a man who could not stand before, from that moment, he began to leap up, run, and jump because now he's healed. Now, think with me. What is it that Peter said that made that difference in, in that man's life? Was it just that name? There are many Jesuses. In our day, there is a Jesus who plays soccer. Well, even for that matter, he was not called Jesus. He was called Yeshua. He's of a Jewish descent. So it, it, could have, it, it couldn't have been that it was just the name Jesus. Brothers and sisters... The name of a person carries, or the name of a person, it's a record 
of the accomplishments of a person. I like, you may call them epic movies, you know, these movies that tell you about the Roman wars and so on. I like those type of movies. My wife doesn't. My wife wants romantic stories. I like this ones. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, so what I learned from there is that when a man comes and he says, I come in the name of a king, what he's saying is, the, is that what I am saying to you now, back of my words, is the king I have come in the name of. So when he says to you, I stand before you in the name of King uh, Zassus, it means that whatever you do to me, you will be doing to King Zassus. Praise be to God. Because the name of a person represents the accomplishments of that person. And we don't even have to take it far. Some of us, we are still uh, attached to, uh, you know, like traditional authorities and so on. When a person comes to you and they say, we are coming in the name of chief, we are coming in the name of king, it means that back of that person is the authority of that king. So you reject the person who's standing before you, you are rejecting who? The king. Who sent him? Praise be to God. So, look at it that way. And also take it further and say that it is actually the authority of that person we are talking about. So, when Peter stood before that man and he said, In the name of Jesus, he was actually endorsing the authority of the person he's talking about. Meaning that the authority of Jesus, the power of Jesus was endorsed the moment Peter said, in the name of Jesus. Bones that could not walk or that could not work before, now that that authority has been endorsed, now they receive strength. I present to you, the name of Jesus is real. The power of God is real. Praise be to God. It does not matter the condition. It does not matter how long. Because it sounds to me that this man, he did not just wake up one day and found himself. No, he had been there for days. He sat there for days. It, it, it is even possible to say that even Jesus passed him there. But this day, Peter had found out something. Peter had learned something. You, you see, we can't talk about the death. We can't talk about the crucifixion, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus. And not talk about the name. The name, it's actually the story that we tell when we speak about his death, when we speak about his resurrection, when we speak about his ascension. All this is the name. The name of Jesus is what he has done. It's a record of his accomplishments. The moment we say the name, we are saying 
he was crucified. The moment we say the name, we are saying he died. The moment we say the name, we are saying he, buried, he was buried. The moment we say the name, we are saying on the third day he rose again. The moment we say the name, we are saying not only did he rise again, he ascended. <laughs> and not only did he ascend, he gave gifts unto men. That's the name. That's the name. It's not a half-cooked redemption. It's a complete redemption. It's an eternal redemption. It brings eternal salvation. We cannot lose what he has done. What he has done, it's a complete work. The forgiveness of sins is what he has done and he did it well. It is the name. It is the name. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Because you see, if we don't go back to that, I, I wanted to put it this way, that the Bible is written in a codified manner. What I mean by that is that a word will be mentioned, but that word has a story behind it. The Bible is written that way. When the Bible says, in the name of Jesus, that's not the end of the story. Look at what was done before the name. When Jesus says in John chapter 17, I have kept them in your name. What he means is that by the works I am doing, I have kept them. So the name is a record of what it does. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. And I, I have a cry. I have a cry. My cry is that you know, through the passage of time, we are losing certain truths. We are losing them. Yeah. There are things that in your day, in my day, they were, they were common. They were simple. It was simple to go to church. It was simple to lift up your hands. <laughs> but in the days that you and I are in now, this woke generation, they want explanation. It's not enough to tell them that a man died 2,000 years ago. It's not enough. So we need to know our story. Because we, still, we have a difficulty. We, we have a problem. Our problem is that right now, if we were to say, what is sin? Ah, you will hear stories. Because in your mind, sin is smoking. In her mind, sin is drinking. In his mind, sin is uh, hang, hanging around with, with bad, you know, like, like a, a, a bad company and so on. But, and when you talk to these people, they say to you, but your Bible does not say anything to, to me because I smoke. The Bible does not say don't smoke. So where are you taking it? Here's the thing. The Bible 
will deal with the real problem. Like, for instance, we see a man, he has a wife, he falls. And when, when he falls, what it means is that he disobeyed God. He disobeyed God, period. Leave the tree. Leave the tree of knowledge. Tree of, of life. Leave them. This man was told to do something. He did not do it. Then what happened? There was a separation. There was a separation. A separation from what? A separation from that giver, that source of life. Praise be to God. And you see, how we should understand that is that we know physical death. You know physical death. What happens in physical death? The spirit departs from a body. Does it not? So now that teaches us what happened spiritually when man rejected God. That's a picture of the state of a man without God. That this man, though he's here, though he can be seen, he's a dead man. So Jesus comes. His story is one. It is not, you see, Christianity, it is not us searching for answers. No, it is God bringing answers. Christianity, it is not us searching for God. Other religions are searching. An atheist is searching. That's the reason why he always wants to pick up a fight, even when there is no fight. They want to ask you, do you believe in what you don't know? Okay, you don't believe in what you, you don't know. How do you believe that a woman is pregnant with a child? You can't see the child, can you? Is the child breath, have, have you seen that child? Huh? When a woman is pregnant, can you see it? No, you can't see that this person is really carrying a baby. Praise be to God. It is only through the passage of time that you can say, oh yeah, indeed she is pregnant. Amen. So the atheist will want to say to you, I can't believe it if I don't see it. We're playing. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. So ours is to what? Hey, stay with the truth. Stay with the truth. I was saying to some people yesterday while I was preaching, I was in Venda. Oh, I'm very tired. Phew. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I was saying to them, you know, the times we are living in, we have found the easiest way to do things. Now when I was growing up, when they say we are going to eat malamodu, I know that we have to give them a good four hours. But in our day, in 30 minutes, malamodu is nicely cooked. Amen. Why? We have found easier ways to get things. But there are things that can't change regardless. No matter what generation you are in, there is only one way to Jesus. Woke generation, there is no any other way. There is only one. It is Jesus. He is the way of the Father. He is the way of the Father. Amen. And it's not like he is not the pavement to the Father. No. He is the initiator, and he is the, he is the initiator of that process. He is actually the end result. He is here, and he is there. You start with him, you find him. He is the one who is seated on the throne. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. So what I'm saying to you is that we can't, you don't just take what you see. Look behind it. Look behind it. 
Look behind it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Even some of the things we have adopted. Yeah, I, I agree that, you know, things are simplified, you know. Things are simplified. But when it comes to the things of God, you can't afford to be too simplified. You can't afford to be too simplified. Amen? Let me, let me go back to my notes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. What I mean by that is that the scriptures are very important. Believer, the Bible. The Bible is very important. A daily verse on your SMS is not enough. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You need far much more than that. I'm sure you have noticed I'm, I'm a very I'm a very long, long, uh, what's the word? Long-winded, long-worded. I'm a man who wants to take my time. Because I've come to know that these are things you can't afford to do them in a hurry. You can't afford to do them in a hurry. We have to take time with the scriptures. Because the things we are sharing now, this is what life is made of. When challenges come in life, they are not going to ask you how many degrees. No, they are degreed people who are lying sick in the bed. There are many degreed people who do not have jobs. There are many degreed people who every week they are burying a family member. When you ask them what happened, they say, I don't know. You need far much more than a daily verse. You need far much more than a daily verse. What do you need? Study the word. Study the word. Pour yourself into the scriptures. When you are sitting down, let the scriptures come into your head. Let them come into your mouth. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 that the word of this book, do not let them depart out of your mouth. Keep them there. David says the same thing. He says, blessed is the man that walks not in the paths of the ungodly, that sits not in the seats of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law does he meditate day and night. The answers are here. Life's solutions are in knowing him. Praise God. Hallelujah. That when we come to church, we are coming as students. We are here to learn. There are things that will be said today that we can only use in the years to come. There are things we will hear today that can only be applicable in the years to come. Because God works that way. He appears to a man. He says about 430 people, 430 years, your generation, your seed will be slaves to another nation. He reveals things now for the future. Treasure God's word. Treasure God's word. Don't be rampant with it. Treasure it. 
every time when we come to church. It's, it's an opportunity that some nations do not have. Some nations do not have. But we have it, thank God. Thank God we have it. Thank God we can gather like this. Thank God that COVID, yes, it's still here, but it is moving. It is moving. Glory to God. I see we are talking about a crusade. Good. Let's do that. Praise God. We had one. I, 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 almost, I, I was almost in tears. I saw so many people coming to the Lord. And I, I thought to myself, Lord, let that door be kept open. We need to go and preach the gospel. We need to go and win souls. Praise be to God. Let me continue with my sermon. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So now, when, let's go back to, to Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. We read it. I just want to pick up something there. Then we continue. And then we will be closing. Children. Praise God. So he says, chapter 4, verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of you, if this day we be examined of the good deed done to this important man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified. Can you see? He's saying that this name represents this, that this man was crucified by you elders. Does he not? He says that. Whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. Then verse 12, he says, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven by given unto men or among men, whereby we must be saved. So let me say this, the name of Jesus brings healing. The name of Jesus brings salvation. Praise be to God. And the name of Jesus gives life. The name of Jesus gives life. Acts chapter 8. We see Dorcas. She's lying dead. They call Peter. When he gets there, he prays in the name of Jesus. Uh, Dorcas rises back to life. Glory to God. So the, here's the other thing. Uh, Acts chapter 8 verse 12. It says, But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, and the name of Jesus Christ. They were baptized, both men and women. Listen to that. He says, they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus. Now, a bit of study here. When he says the things concerning the, the, the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, it is not two separate entities he's talking about. He's not talking about the kingdom or they were preaching concerning the kingdom of God and another entity, the name of Jesus Christ. No, the word he uses there, kai, and, and means, or, or in Greek, uh, it's the word kai. Kai means it may be joining two separate ideas, two separate thoughts, or it may be emphasizing what he said previously. Amen? Amen. So, the way to read it will be, but when they believe Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, which is the name of Jesus Christ. The things concerning the kingdom of God, which is the name of Jesus Christ. What was, what was Philip preaching? The name of Jesus Christ. What is the name of Jesus Christ? Jesus crucified. Jesus died. Jesus buried. Jesus rose from the dead. Jesus ascended. 
It's the things concerning the kingdom of God. It is the name of Jesus. It is the name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? So the name of Jesus is the works he has accomplished. The name of Jesus is the works he has accomplished. See, see this. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 17. I'm sure most of you know it. You know, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks to God and the Father. By now, do you want to tell me that? What he's saying is that when you drink water, say I drink water in the name of Jesus. When you move this in, I move it in the name of Jesus. When you walk, I walk in the name of the... Come on now. Couldn't be there. That's not what he's saying. But what he's saying is that whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it mindful of his death or his crucifixion, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension. That's the name of Jesus. That's the name of Jesus. It's a codified language. We say that we say that word. When he says, arise in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. It's a codified language. He knows what he's talking about. He's talking about a man who lived, a man who died, a man who was buried, a man who rose again, a man who's ascended. Because we'll go back to Acts chapter 4. The, the rulers say, by what name, by what power was this deed done? How did it happen? He says, in the name of Jesus. He's not just saying the name Jesus. No, he's saying the words. What he did. He died. He rose again. He ascended. And the church of the Lord Jesus must have this as their message. The death or the crucifixion. The death, the burial, the resurrection. The ascension. Because when he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. <laughs> Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. When he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. That they may edify the body. That the body may do the work. This is the gospel. This is the gospel. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. So when we come to church, we are not, we are not, <laughs> amen. Hallelujah. We are not coming for a service. So, oh, like you are not coming to do service. Amen. Praise God. You are a soldier. You come here, we arm you. We arm you. After that, we send you back to that office. We send you back to that school. Go and do the Lord, the, the work of the Lord. Go and preach the gospel. Go and win them. Glory to God. Can I be controversial? Let's stop celebrating material things. Let's stop celebrating cars. 
houses because we will not all have cars. It's not pick and choose. You have a, car, a car, a car, all of you have cars. Are you Oprah? Here, in the church of the Lord Jesus, let's celebrate souls won. Let's celebrate people healed. Let's celebrate people filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a church. It's a church. When you come in here, tell us what, tell us that I went into a hospital ward and I found so many people sick and I laid hands on them. And as I was leaving, I got a report, a message that that whole ward was emptied. Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate a whole bus. That's very much a child, but let's celebrate that taxi. Let's celebrate that, what do you call it now? Is it Uber? Taxify or whatever. That I ministered to that man who was driving me. When I left him, he said, on Sunday, I will be you in church. Celebrate that. Celebrate that. Because that's God's power. That's God's power. At least that's something that when you say, I will relate with. But when you say today I ate a nice meal, maybe I, it's not my dietary preference. So. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Preach God's power. Preach the name of Jesus. Preach his resurrection. Preach his ascension. Praise be to God. Let the things he has, he has brought to us, let them show forth. Because that's what Jesus stands for. That's what this, his name is about. Praise be to God. I'm done preaching. Let's stand up on our feet. Praise be to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In this Easter, I want you to be mindful of this. It is his works. It is what he has done. And we are free because of what he has done. That salvation that he has given us, it is eternal. It cannot be taken away. His work cannot be retracted. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is never going back to the grave. Amen. Hallelujah.